0: Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, everybody! Another fun-filled, exciting edition of the Cutting Out Early podcast. We have Max Major, we have Zach Montgomery, and we have Alex Newth in what? the building. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while.
1: It's been yeah, months. It's good to be back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. You guys almost took my name off the uh, off the title. Scene. Well, no, we oh, would have no. kept
5: Alex. We would, we just would have done his brother instead. So.
0: Yeah filled the fill the role <laughs> could have happened but no 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 we're very glad you're back this is great on it's is it really any better than when we're all here in person doing the show live just having a blast i mean it's that's perfect. that's why we started this whole thing come on you know it's the way it should be it's hard to do it remote i know that's got to be frustrating yeah it is with you the just, delay i know we
1: don't even do a video so i can't see you guys Recreate chemistry like that. (laughs) We should
0: should have done video, but just, I mean, you
1: know, too much bandwidth. Our our internet's not good enough. We
0: are here uh, on October 25th, 2021. It is episode number 44, episode number 4 of season 2 for the Cutting Out Early Podcast. We appreciate everyone listening. Thanks so much. We have a big show. Not only is this the Halloween show, not only is this the last show of October. But it is the show before possibly the biggest college football game of the entire year ever. For any team. Not just Not just <laughs> ever. I know. I'm broad brushing. Not just the Big Ten. Not just locally. This is probably the biggest game of the year. So there's a lot to get to. There's a lot to talk about. And we're, we're going to spend a good amount of time on it. Um, but we're not first. not a sports podcast. It's not a sports podcast. Of Absolutely course not. not. Uh, with that being said... We have some interesting fun developments. Some I mean, this probably is breaking news. We have for everybody out there the top ten Halloween costumes of 2021.
1: I know it's it's absolutely incredible. huge. <laughs> everybody wants to hear it. If you haven't already, listen to us on your way to the Halloween superstore. <laughs>
0: the former circuit cities. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you know who to avoid.
5: But you don't this- want one of the top ten, right?
1: Well, I don't know. That's a good question. Do you want one of the most popular, or do you want something that's not on this list?
0: I would want something that's not on the list. Yeah, something a little more unique, you know? You could be, you know, Brian Laundrie. You could be Alec Baldwin. (laughs) You know, somebody in the news. (laughs) Yeah, somebody really scary. (laughs) Yes. Somebody, somebody capable of killing somebody else. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm just saying. that's not my fault. I wasn't the one. But regardless, <laughs> do you have a guess for the first most popular Halloween costume?
1: This year? Yeah, this year. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. She's been all over the place. She's always a popular Halloween costume. That's a good one. She's got like a dozen looks.
0: That is a good one. She does have a lot of looks. You know, you could be twirling, just walking around the neighborhood just spinning.
5: No, she does like the bell bottoms with the with the with the crop top. That's her look. The, I look the, good. The, the early two thousands sort of vibe. Any of her music videos.
1: Yeah.
0: Look how good I look. Trick or treat.
1: Would be great. <laughs> uh do you have a guess, Zach? That sounded like Smoky Robinson.
0: <laughs> happy Chinooka. <laughs> I don't know what Chinooka is, but I am happy that you are celebrating it. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you have a guess, Zach? <laughs> I don't think I do. I'm trying to think. What's big right now? Well, it's not going to be Carol Baskin. <laughs> That's true. God, remember when I was Ken Bone? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: the uh, I was Ken Bone at Michigan State, and you were Ron Burgundy that year. Yes. That yes. was so good. I was a
1: classic, and you were uh, a hot topic in the news. I, Ken, Ken Bone, for those who don't remember, was the uh, – the interesting man who asked the question at the presidential debate—he had kind of the uh, the thin porn oh, stash yeah, yeah, going. Yeah. He was he was a larger gentleman, red definitely a larger gentleman. Red Izod quarter zip, white it, what white turtleneck?
0: It wasn't a quarter zip; it was a just a sweater, right? Oh or okay. no, it was a quarter zip. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, he he asked that question in the debate, and um, all of a sudden he became huge. He would create a podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> I think he's pod faded, though, which is too bad got to keep with it. Your energy yeah.
1: policy take to meet our energy needs, while at the same time remaining environmentally friendly and minimizing job loss for fossil power plant workers.
0: <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And there he is taking pictures after the debate. Damn, that was a hard question. I know, right? <laughs> that was tough.
5: Yeah. Not, I, I, I bet he did not get any good answers for that
1: one. <laughs> you, uh, you visited us in East Lansing that yeah. Halloween. I think the ladies loved that costume, didn't they? I, <laughs> I don't know. Is, is Ken Bone really the uh,
0: the the sexy look of uh, 20, what, 2016, I think it was? Yeah, it must have been 2016 because of the election. Yeah, or so, yeah. That's, I'm not so sure if the ladies were interested in a, a pretty accurate representation of Ken Bone. <laughs> okay. I pretty remember had some pretty good results.
1: <laughs> Early polling was good. Was ridiculous
0: can we move on it's 20 it's 2021 let's talk about the most popular popular halloween costumes for this season this list is courtesy of uh google which is weird google trends has released it's 2021 Frightgeist, geist which lists the top costumes nationally as well as the most popular ones in cities across the country Uh, There are some notable mentions, but it's not too, you know, interesting, exciting. But, you know, we can make it that way. Is one of them them an angel? Uh, One of them is not an angel. What about the devil? Well, devil ears. Well, one of them is not the devil, unless it goes by a weird name. But... I feel like that is a popular one. Number 10 is Chucky from the movie. And I guess that makes sense, because wasn't there a new Chucky movie just recently released or something weird like that? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Maybe not. I have no idea. At least a year ago, maybe. I feel like I've seen him on my TV recently, but number 10, Chucky.
1: <laughs> There's a new Scream movie.
0: Yeah, there is a new Scream movie. By yeah. the way, you know what I watched the other night? Um, this Annabelle movie. Have you heard of that? Annabelle It's that a doll yeah it's the it's the possessed doll and this one was it was like from 2017 I don't know we were just looking for a movie to watch and it was like Annabelle the beginning and it was a period piece from like the 40s or something where the doll creation began it was like a prequel it was pretty good I gotta admit if you wanna watch a scary movie check it out but then again I find doll movies very creepy <laughs> that's the one thing that gets me I'm not a big scary movie guy are you really do you not get no. scared no I do just I just don't, don't like them. Like <laughs> and any good movies that you've watched recently? Scary movies, Halloween movies?
1: Uh, no scary movies. We saw the new Bond movie in film. How and, was that? In uh, in theaters, it was good. Really? It was good. I didn't love the ending, and I so I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, please don't. Um, you didn't love it though? It wasn't wasn't. Uh, the movie itself was good. I thought it had a lot of classic Bond moments, and it was one of the better Daniel Craig Bond films. It's but, his last one, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like how they sent him out. Okay, I'll put it that way. That's too bad. Yeah,
0: I wish it would have been better. Wow, that had what I really like in a story, and Andy. So, regardless, number nine is a clown. I know, not too creative, but number nine is a clown across the country. Uh, Number eight is cowboy. Uh, Number seven is Harley Quinn.
1: Wow, I'm surprised she's that high up.
0: Number six is a fairy. Number five is. Cruella de Vil
5: oh there was a new um, what, what what the hell is that it was pretty recent it's not super new though there was a new Cruella de Vil movie
1: yeah the new Emma Stone movie
5: yeah um, I'm So am I think it so so was called that. Cruella or something
1: yeah Cruella de Vil is from 101 Dalmatians Is yeah. that
0: right yep never seen it
1: really yeah oh it was one of those classic animated movies we all watched as kids mm, I didn't watch she it. wanted to murder a hundred Dalmatian puppies for a coat you don't remember that one why was there 101 then oh that was a sequel <laughs> oh, so there's the extra one.
0: Well, anyway, that's number five. <laughs> number four is Spider-Man. Number three is a dinosaur. What's what's new about dinosaurs? Does anything recent happen with dinosaurs? Sexy dinosaur. Sexy dinosaur? Yeah. I, maybe, I guess. I've never heard of that. You know, honestly, people get creative. They do that.
1: So wait, wait, wait. This list, is it just the thing that you're saying, or is it sexy and then... No, and it's
0: just the thing I'm saying. That's it. Uh-oh. Oh, there's a new Jurassic Park movie coming out. Oh, that makes sense. Okay.
1: Number two is a
0: rabbit. Why would a rabbit be number two? That makes no sense. I've never seen anybody dressed as a rabbit. I will say this. The rabbits have been very, very prominent this year. For whatever reason, there's tons of rabbits around. So maybe that's why. Maybe it's a regional thing. <laughs> you know what I've noticed a lot this year?
5: And this is kind <laughs> of gruesome. A lot of dead deer on the side of the road. Oh, I have that. Like this I've past noticed that couple too. What's going on? It's crazy. On? I don't know. Do you think deer are getting more suicidal? No, you, I was thinking it, it's they usually like start freaking out when it's opening day for hunting season. Well, it's coming up, and it, yeah, but it hasn't happened yet. I mean, maybe bow season started, but not like opening day for hunting. So That's I don't really know bizarre. what's freaking them out. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you maybe think, there's just
1: too many of them. Do you think the people that clean up roadkill are understaffed?
5: Oh, that could be too. <laughs> That's a great point. Another COVID
0: casualty. So,
4: <laughs> fuck covid
0: god damn it number two is a rabbit like i said the number one halloween costume for 2021 is a witch a boring old witch and i don't know why it's number one i guess maybe there's something recent with witches who
1: knows i saw a bumper sticker the other day that said yep i'm a witch deal with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh wow well, I hope they're doing well. Boring. <laughs> what a disappointing list. I'm sorry. You know, honestly, what, what a disaster. But that's what's going on. So if you're, you or your child or anybody you know is going to be one of those ten things that I just listed, just bear in mind there's going to be a lot of them. So,
1: Do you guys have any ideas? Are you guys going as anything this no, year?
0: No. I'm going over to my brother's, I think, for uh, Halloween. It's a Sunday night, right? So I'm just going to my brothers. I don't think I'm dressing you're gonna, up. You're gonna trick or treat? No, uh, this year I, I'm gonna take it off this year. I got too much candy this year. Last year, actually, I think I still have some left over <laughs> when I was trick or treating last year. Nice. So probably not. What about you guys?
5: I got some uh, I got some plans actually. Really? I've like two different parties I have to go to. Yeah. Oh my god. The wow. social butterfly over here. Yeah, we well, the first party's at Bookies. You know what Bookies is? Bookies? Yeah. It's a bar. It's like right next to LCA on on Cass there. Okay. So Friday night, there's a big uh, our med school's hosting a party at Bookies. They rented out the whole bar for us. Oh. So, yeah, that'll be fun. And then uh jeez, Saturday I, have a, I think it's at a house. I'm not sure exactly, but there's another party Saturday. My costume's pretty li- well, it's not lame. It's just it's nice. What is it?
1: Are you doing a couples costume?
5: Yeah. We're oh, doing boy. we're doing shirts that are orange and we have pumpkin faces on them, so we're going as
1: pumpkins. You're going as pumpkins? Yeah. You're going to draw the faces on with like magic marker?
5: No, I actually my mom has like the decaling stuff upstairs, so she decaled some nice pumpkin faces on oh, the orange well. shirts for us, so nice. it was nice. Yeah. It worked out well. We were, originally we were going to do it with felt and like cut out like the eyes and stuff and uh the decal looks much better, so, and you can wash it. Actually, I uh, stole this shirt from Frank.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, well that'll be fun. Man, you're gonna have a blast. Uh, okay. Well, Halloween's coming up. I hope everyone enjoys it. It's gonna be a fun year for it. Hopefully, things are a little back to normal. L- Halloween wasn't canceled
1: last year, though. It still went on, didn't it? Couldn't tell you. I Can't remember.
0: Didn't it go on I'm, last
1: year? I'm glad it's not. I gl- I'm glad it's on now, and it's a weekend basically. Yeah, that's true. It's gonna be a big party weekend. That's Are you kidding? kidding. Can you imagine In college? <laughs> Halloween. Oh my God. Halloween, this Michigan Michigan State matchup. Yeah, I, I, I think wait. we talked about this before. It's also
5: my brother turns 21 on the first. Yeah, we did talk about oh that. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I'm like, what? It, there's
0: nothing he can do. It's going to be a disaster. He needs to start hydrating. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't oh, wait. No! He's going to have a blast. Come on now. But then again, it's not till Monday, right?
5: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a three day thing.
0: There's no class on Tuesday after your 21st birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the rule? Or no, Monday or whatever it is, yeah. Mm, Absolutely. right. Well, regardless, I do want to get into the Michigan-Michigan State stuff. There's a lot to to, to get into because it is a big game. But before we do that, I I do want to talk about this, and we don't have to spend much time on it, but... I think this is one of the bigger stories in the entire country. Alec Baldwin killed somebody last week, which really I'm you know, i not trying to make light of it. It's a horrible situation. He killed somebody and uh, injured somebody while he was filming this movie Rust in, in New Mexico. It's, it's honestly, from a legal standpoint, it's, it's very intriguing and interesting to kind of think and question what's exactly going to happen with this. Um, But basically, for those of you who don't know, the production of Rust, which is the movie that Alec Baldwin's filming, it's been halted due to the fatal shooting of the film's cinematographer. It's a big deal. Yeah, it was the film's cinematographer who who was (laughs) killed by this gun that was shot by Alec Baldwin. Now, basically what happened was he was given a gun, During this rehearsal scene. It wasn't the actual filming of the movie. But it was a rehearsal. And he was told by the person who handed it to him. It's a cold gun. Which means not a live gun. It's not real. You know. But in reality it was. And they're doing the rehearsal. And Alec Baldwin's there. Fires it towards the camera. And hits the the cinematographer right in the chest. um, Halnya Hutchins. And... She starts stumbling backwards, falls down, collapses, and, and dies. And and the person next to the cinematographer was was wounded. He's going to be okay from the sounds of it, but it's just kind of an unbelievable story. I have um, a question.
5: Yeah, go ahead. Was it just the one bullet that was a hot bullet, or was it all the bullets that
0: were hot bullets? Well, I mean, only one, one shot was fired. Yeah, I know, but was
5: it the entire clip, or was it just one bullet? Because then it gets like... Was it just,
0: like, a mistake? Somehow a real bullet got in with the fake bullets? Well, that's a good question. I am not sure about that. I don't think any more bullets were fired after that, like I said. But, yeah, I'm assuming it was a live gun. Because then somebody could have put a real bullet in the fake bullets
5: and confused them, and then it got loaded.
0: But don't they have, like, you know, some type of checks to make sure that these props are really taken care of and not manipulated or altered or something changed with it so they're safe so. <laughs> i mean you think with a prop gun you'd want to be as safe as possible
5: well i mean why i mean if you think about it if it's a if it's a fake bullet you would assume that every bullet in that container is fake you know you sure, weren't just absolutely like, so maybe someone put a real bullet in there and then it was like a murder well, the a, assistant
0: the assistant director on the film set of Rust, he was the subject of complaints over safety and his behavior on set during two productions in 2019. This is according to CNN. This is actually new today, but assistant director Dave Halls included... The, the complaints against him include a disregard for safety protocols for weapons and pyrotechnics use, blocked fire lanes and exits, and instances of inappropriately sexual behavior in the workplace inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace the same guy who gives alec baldwin the gun who says yeah it's good it's cold gun so he was identifying the court documents as the assistant director handed alec baldwin the prop firearm which then struck the cinematographer with a live round and hutchins was later pronounced dead at a new mexico hospital um so it sounds like the person kind of in charge of that gun really was not the best in terms of uh you know protocols
5: yeah well it must have been I don't know this sounds really fishy yeah. if it's an entire clip it changes everything you know then I it was like so. someone loaded it wrong but if it's one bullet then it's like uh oh something was tampered with
0: uh, by the way Alec Baldwin has hugged the uh, widow of the cinematographer who passed by passed away so at least he's there I guess trying to lend his condolences can you imagine being Alec Baldwin in this situation? That would be horrible. <laughs> that no. would be awful. What does he do? Can he ever do Saturday Night Live again? Can he... They're going to continue filming the movie, which is unbelievable. They said the production's halted, but it's not stopped. It's just temporarily halted. I mean, can you
5: imagine this well, movie... Well, he's not canceled. They didn't do anything really... Oh, well, I, mean, I know, but potentially he... Potentially didn't
0: do anything wrong. I understand that. Morally. Maybe legally. I don't know. What, I mean, could... I don't know. It's it's interesting from a legal standpoint because what do you do here? You know, where where do you place the blame? And I'm sure there's going to be a big fight about that. And I just can't imagine Alec Baldwin impersonating anybody on Saturday Night Live after this or being lighthearted in any way. I mean, he's going to always think that you know he was the person who fired the gun that that killed somebody. So just I don't know. In Mans- my opinion, fascinating. What, what do you story. think? Manslaughter people have said that I've been reading stories online for Alec about baldwin that. yeah the unintentional killing of somebody I mean
1: well it's extreme recklessness
0: well I don't know he
1: was told that it was he, he was placing his uh his trust in the whoever handed him the gun and said it was cold so
0: dave halls could be responsible yeah but then again Alec Baldwin is the producer of this film he's paying everybody he's kind of in charge of everything he hired the guy but does that also play a role i don't think that that doesn't make you directly responsible well not necessarily directly responsible he but... might have hired the guy i should say
5: well yeah but if he even if he hired the guy he didn't no. place by hiring him he didn't place the bullet in the gun sure if it was inappropriately done
0: yeah yeah no, I, I don't know it, it seems like there's more and more information about this story coming out all the time so i would love to know if it was
5: the entire clip or not I think that's huge. Because if it's one bullet... I don't know me, why that...
0: I, I honestly... I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as you're thinking.
5: Well, if, if it had to be intentional. If it was one bullet. Do you I, think... So, you so don't you think, think
0: so. So you think somebody like actually did this intentionally and manipulated the gun to, to get Well, think about killed? it. If
5: it was one bullet, there's, there's two ways that the wrong bullet could have gotten to the gun, right? Well, one, I think there's more than two, but... Well, it... <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, I'd say so. Well, it's either an accidentally
1: switched... Like, somehow. Yeah. Or somebody did it on purpose. What kind of gun was it? I don't think they said And couldn't a bullet just get left in the chamber from the last time it was being used? I I just feel like in 2021, you
0: have so many protocols to go over these props. Oh, it
1: should have been caught. It definitely should have been caught. Of course. But I'm saying, I don't think it's either someone intentionally put it there or someone accidentally loaded it there. It could have been accidentally left there's been a murder in, in, Saman- in
0: savannah in savannah <laughs> have you seen the pictures of alec baldwin on the set like collapsed over and just like it looks like just completely distraught
1: i mean there's no been... but i can imagine yeah i would be distraught too he, but it would be
0: horrible he's in his costume or whatever he's wearing for the for the scene that they were rehearsing he's just like collapsed over and just i mean it looks like he's just inconsolable and then obviously I, he's hugging the husband of the person he killed so you know he's there I don't,
5: it, it would be so tough to be in his situation. It's
0: unbelievable
5: I can't I can't imagine.
0: This might be the most watched movie of all time when it finally does come out. I just don't know how they can film it <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go see it. I, Aren't you I, guys going to go see it? I Rust am, in New Mexico, Alec Baldwin. I am not going to go see it. Can you imagine the trailer for this movie? I mean, Alec Baldwin's supposed to be some, like, outlaw. You know, somebody whose character does kill people. And that's, you know, who he's playing. And, know kind of actually did happen, too, during filming, during rehearsals, so...
1: You're toeing a line. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is the outlaw
0: <laughs> in Rust. Rated R. <laughs> a gun slinging lawman from the West who's taken a turn for the worse. Now he's on the lam. Alec Baldwin is
1: the outlaw it's, in Rust. I kind of
5: understand why they continue filming because if you guys, uh, House of Cards, and you know what happened, I forget the main character's name. He was—you don't remember—he was like the Never actor. Saw Never heard of it. Anyway, he he did some uh, like. Some like stuff with minors. I don't know exactly what happened, but <laughs> well, never heard of him. Max. But um, I'll look him up. But I know what he looks they, like,
1: but I can't put a name. To yeah, but
5: what's the point? He they kept filming the show after he was put in jail and like or tried or whatever because they wanted to keep those people like who had jobs with the show and the actors who had jobs with the show. They wanted to keep them going. It wasn't yeah. their fault. So it's like kind of the same
0: idea. I suppose so. It's just such a weird and tricky situation. So I'm, I'm so curious to see what happens. I guess they're cooperating with police or the investigations. Um, by the way, I checked New Mexico does not uh, have the death penalty. So for those of you thinking that, you know, just out of your head, unless I'm the only one, but regardless. <laughs> not even close. Kevin Spacey, by the way. There oh, Kevin Spacey, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he loved minors. That was kind of his thing. And uh, he still puts videos out, by the way, every, uh, like, Christmas. He puts these weird cryptic videos in character, and it's the most bizarre, weird thing ever.
5: Like his House of Cards character? Yeah. 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 Frank Underwood?
0: Yep. Yep. He puts out these videos every Christmas or, like, New Year's of of himself in this character. He did it last year. He's done it for the past few years. Don't like
1: that. No,
0: but it's the most (laughs) bizarre thing in the world, and he still does it. So, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. You're right, Zach. They do keep filming, and i suppose you're into the same thing here so regardless i'm gonna be following it and we'll see what happens uh but meanwhile we do have some big big stuff going on
1: oh are we (laughs) going into college football this is the college football open is that what this is
0: of course all right espn cfb saturday it's a great intro it is a solid intro Props to ESPN. One of the few things that we'll give them credit for is giving good music. <laughs> they do have good intros. The rest of their shit they can piss on. But regardless. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, come on. Who likes anything ESPN puts out? Oh, no. I'm, even getting sick of, I'm, I'm getting sick of game day. What was that thing with the bear over the weekend? did oh. he do something that was so shitty called Michigan State, like, phonies or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Fraudulent. Yeah,
0: he said they were fraudulent. I
1: can't stand the bear.
0: Do you have that clip? I looked for it actually. Can you find it if you can? Because I'd love to hear it. I
1: hope they took it down. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> He's such a joke.
0: Why did why? What was the context of that? Why was he saying that? What they, they were asking,
1: they were asking him something about like, oh, do you think all of the top Big Ten teams are legitimate? And he was like, well, you know, I think they're all legitimate, but I think MSU is a cut below the rest. You know, I think you've got <laughs> little I, brother. I, I think you have Ohio State and Michigan and. Penn State and then you got Michigan State just a little bit lower. They they're like so you're calling them fraudulent and he's like, "Well, they did have two games where their expected percentage of winning was below 50%." It's like, "Yeah, you can win games when your expected chance of winning is below 50%." That's just called a, you want a close game. <laughs> I don't know. He is I he, aren't his takes just horrible
5: too? He, he yeah. does I feel like you don't follow takes. his. He's supposed to be like the betting guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you follow him for
0: betting advice. Which is, to be honest with you, it's a little antiquated because he's been doing this shtick this for years now. And before betting was really big, especially as big as it is now. But now that pretty much it seems like every show is doing some type of betting segment or some type of betting analysis and they still have Bear going on there doing his thing it just seems so pathetic now like i don't think anyone really takes him seriously with what he says
1: he doesn't he doesn't have a good record he, <laughs> he has a horrible <laughs> he's record he's like 500 like every season it seems it, the, uh, and he picks like 3 or 4 games a week so he's picking the games that he should like have a good answer for and he's still going 500 it's not like they're making him pick every game. He's picking like three or four choice games every week, and still going about. Yeah, I've had enough of that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's bullshit. So you know, that's him, and he made that comment
1: about Michigan State, which he's going to get booed. Oh, I have so a- oh, bad yeah. in East Lansing. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, go for it.
2: To clarify that, Bear, real quick, how do you see Uh-oh, the Big Tenies? shaking out. Is there any, are there any frauds in there or are they all legit? Oh, no.
0: Well,
3: I mean, Michigan State has two games they very easily could have lost where their win probability was below 50%, but they won. I, I think the other three teams are, are certainly all legit. Michigan State's won every game so far, so... So, wait, 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 wait,
4: you, you, just, you should of, see the uh, on his Michigan face.
3: State oh, the, uh, Michigan fraudulent? State, Michigan State is a cut below the other three. Yeah. Okay, I, I oh. just, but you don't, say so they're, they're fraudulent with the undefeated, right?
5: They shouldn't be undefeated, no. Okay. Oh! Wow. <laughs> to clarify that. I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> the our fr- our, fr- our friend sent the meme of that uh, the World World of Warcraft episode of South Park where yeah. the fat guy's like sitting there on his computer <laughs> like clicking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Looks like <laughs> he hasn't
5: showered in weeks. <laughs>
1: this shouldn't be undefeated
5: we
3: don't want you on our team you're too slow
2: and fat this is weight bias i'm worried about your weight don't you care what other people think millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias he listens to this every morning you're not
4: the right fit for this job
2: unfair judgment by others Just stop eating so much and (laughs) exercise. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. These people. It's just me. Nobody likes me.
0: I do exercise and eat right, and I talk to my doctor.
2: Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Here's Bear. Except Bear. Your words and actions matter. (laughs) Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution.
5: Go to... (laughs) All right, that's enough. We're big supporters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bear. My God. Well, okay. We have, regardless, a big weekend. Bear's going to get booed. They have ESPN game day. Barstool Sports is going to be there. Um, Fox Big Noon. The Fox Big Noon show. Um, by the way, really quick, do you guys watch Fox Big Noon over game day at all? Or do you, do you think one's better than the other? Yeah,
5: I was going to ask you this.
1: I flip between them.
0: Are they both I, good? I, I really don't watch much of Fox Big Noon. I feel like I
1: should, though. It's They have more of a Big Ten bias. Do they really? Yeah, which is nice. Like we're fine. Where ESPN shows SEC all day, Fox yeah. Big Noon shows a lot more Big Ten, which is nice. I mean, that's the coverage I want. Yeah, okay. It's nice to flip between them.
0: Isn't Strahan on Fox Big Noon sometimes, or is that – isn't he on some college – no, he's doing NFL. What am I saying? Yeah, no, I was going to say, not really. He's on the NFL day on Sunday. My bad. He's on the morning show, I think, on – he must be on, I don't know, Fox or something,
1: but regardless. To be honest, I usually just put him on as background noise while I do stuff in the morning on Saturdays. Yeah. You know, make breakfast or do some dishes or chores or whatever, so (laughs) I don't really flip between them a whole lot or even pay attention to them, so – Usually I just put one on and listen to it for a while and then go flip to the other one and listen to that for a little bit. Fox
5: is uh, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinard, Brady Quinn, okay. Bob Stoops, Stoops, and Rob Stone. So,
0: uh, They kicked off at noon this Saturday, which is the 30th, in East Lansing, Michigan versus Michigan State. Do you guys know the line? Four or four and a half. Four
5: and a half. A little better than last Michigan.
0: year. Michigan's favored by four and a half. Something a little, like that.
5: Yeah, a little closer than last year. Okay. 23 and a half last year.
0: All right. Four. So, for the analysis. Hey. All right. I want to hear you guys' takeaways from what's going on with what those what two teams have done and how you expect them to fare this Football Saturday. Football Saturday.
5: Well, we got we to gotta give them the whole intro, right?
0: Please. Uh, take it away.
5: Yeah. So, this rivalry began... Almost 120 years ago. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, just Christ. the just the basics. Uh, MSU is nine and four in the last 13 games. Paul Bunyan is currently in East yeah. Lansing, and now two seven and and0 teams was that are coming. Off? No. It was and, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Great.
5: And two seven and and0 teams are coming to East Lansing to battle for the top of the Big Ten East. So, U of M opens as the four-point favorite, as we said. ESPN is giving them a 56% chance of winning. I'm not sure how they do it. The matchup is huge Big Ten East and college football implications.
0: Yeah, wait a second. I have a question. How does ESPN have a 56% chance of them winning?
5: I literally have no idea.
0: Isn't that so arbitrary? How, where, where does that number come from?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they use FPI, but I don't know what that is. What means. is FPI? It's, they have, what it's, does it stand for? It's their own metric. Okay. Football power index, I think.
0: Proprietary bullshit. They have (laughs) no idea.
1: It's something Bill Connolly came up with, and ESPN paid him a bunch of money so they could put it behind a paywall, and nobody knows what it means.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another revenue stream, of course. Uh,
1: MSU
5: is number eight, and U of M is number six. Um, And then this weekend, actually, the first college football playoff rankings come out, so it's huge for that. Okay. Um. Both teams are competing with OSU, not Penn State, to represent the Big Ten (laughs) East. Um, And that's actually a big reason why uh, college game day is coming, because I feel like they would have gone to um, State College for the Penn State-Ohio State game, but then Penn State choked. Yeah. Yeah. both of the both ESPN and or both ESPN and Fox will be there. ESPN for people who are going there will be at Ralph Young Field, uh, just southwest of Spartan Stadium. I don't. That's the track field,
1: right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, field hockey field.
5: Yeah, are they gonna let people on it?
1: I guess so. <laughs> what are they normally not? No. I, when we were there, they had it at Munn. Yeah. Yeah. Either Munn or the field right behind the Sparty statue.
5: Yeah. But yeah, they're having it at uh, that, and then Fox will be at the new uh, STEM Learning Building. It's like right there at uh, Stadium Drive and uh, Shaw Lane.
1: Yeah, southeast corner of the stadium. Yeah, so student, student section entrance.
5: Yeah, so the the two the two um, pregame shows will be separated only by a big donor parking lot in between
0: them, which yeah. is kind of interesting. <laughs> That's gonna be great.
5: And also, Barstool is gonna oh, be there. Yeah.
0: Barstool's going to be
5: there? Yeah, Barstool's going to be there. Do they
0: broadcast their show like live on YouTube or something? Is that what they do? I don't know. I don't I, know much about the the Barstool show for, for college game day or whatever it is. Yeah,
5: I wanted to look into it because I have never watched it either, but um, I don't want to watch it this year because Dave's a... Obviously a U of M grad And I can't stand him So <laughs> yeah, When it comes little, to that
0: kind of stuff Can't take a little opposing side
5: It'll be very Michigan heavy It's very bi- He's very very biased Well
0: I know But that's his personality Yeah That's his shtick <laughs> well, He's not getting my viewership <laughs> I think we will be doing fine
5: But it's a noon kickoff Which is yeah. super early I heard they were trying to change
0: it what, you guys
1: To do 3.30
0: no, I mean I Honestly, I know we talked about this last week. I don't have a problem with a noon kickoff. I love noon kickoff. I think I think it's classic college football to kick off at noon. I just think that's like original. I mean, you know, I mean, back I guess you know 50 years ago it was a 1 p.m. kickoff, but they changed it to noon so they could throw in the 3:30 game. But I don't have a problem at all. I love it. I think it's fun. Get up early, do a little tailgate, and get ready, and then all of a sudden you have a great. A great game
1: right at noon.
0: It's nice if you're a student, but if you're driving mm. into tailgate, you got to be there at like
5: six a.m. But it's part of
1: the allure. It's part of the allure. You know, I agree. I like it. I like getting up at six a.m. to get in the car and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've tailgated a couple couple games in East Lansing this year and it, at noon. Yeah. Well, the the first game, the home opener was was noon. Uh, so we were we were there by like 8 o'clock in East Lansing. It was great. It's good morning. Yeah. You wake up, you stop at Tim Hortons and get a coffee, and you get going. Yeah, <laughs> got up in the morning, took the like most
0: that. perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. <laughs> right before he left, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good. It's fun. I, don't, yeah,
0: I, I agree. I have no problem with the nude start. I like the three thirty.
1: I like the three thirty better. Breakfast tailgate food might be my favorite tailgate food. Yeah, get a, is that a hot take? No, <sighs> I don't think no, so. No,
0: you know what? I think it is a hot take. I think it is a hot
1: take. Like a breakfast burrito
0: and a beer. Of course, and maybe a Bloody Mary. Sure, Bloody Mary could, is very, um, you know, that's a, that's a breakfast food right there. That's a meal in itself almost.
1: Yeah. Get some bacon in there.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, throw whatever's in there. Whatever's Ta- on the table, throw it in the Bloody Mary. Tater
1: tots, Mary. hash browns
0: in the Bloody Mary?
1: No, <laughs> why not? On a plate.
0: Well, I'll <laughs> throw everything in the Bloody Mary. <laughs> It'll be this much liquid, just all food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Okay, so we have a noon kickoff, we have the tailgaters, we have it early. What type of preview do you guys see for this game?
5: You want me to go? Go for it, Zach. Come on! I mean, I got a a full breakdown of both teams here. If you want me to go into both of them, I can. Hang on a second.
0: Let's (laughs) let's take it one
5: one piece at a time. One piece at a time. So uh, I guess I have to start with what I know best in MSU. Go green. Go white. Uh we have oh
4: God. Mel Tucker Here we go. in the
5: 7-0 fighting T- coming. Spartans. <laughs> Did you know that they were projected to win four wins at the beginning of the season and they yeah. have seven they're seven and already? Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, both these teams are already overachieving
1: tremendously. Yeah, I love, yeah.
5: I love it. It's it's kind of funny because I mean you and I we, we expect them to go in and compete and potentially win the game. And we never would have thought that, like at the beginning of the season, we were supposed to be trash. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, Michigan wasn't supposed to be that far much better than them. No, no. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that I just they're very they're, similar teams. They're it's very a, similar teams. It's quite, it's quite a turn they've had. They've um, all, yeah. They also have both had very similar schedules, where this is kind of the real first big test for both of them.
5: Yeah, it, it's def- I think it's the biggest game of Tucker's career at, at least at MSU so far.
1: Oh yeah, we haven't had. A Big Ten matchup between Michigan and Michigan State in a long time. I saw the stat earlier, but I can't remember.
5: 1964 was 64 was the last time. We last had a, time they had a top 10. Are matchup. you serious? Yeah, 1964. Oh my
1: god! What are the
0: rate rankings again?
5: Uh, state is eight and Michigan is six. Okay,
0: all right. So, so what do you got? What do you got Which, for me?
1: There's no reason that one should be six and one should be eight. You could well, flip flop them.
0: It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, what's the,
1: the ratings are
5: irrelevant. I think until because the Big Ten. They're going to play each other. Between, They're all going to play each other. Between
0: like number four and number fifteen teams in the entire country, it, I I think it's kind of a mishmash. It doesn't matter. I'd not say when, four not and when 10.
1: you're not when you're undefeated though. When you're undefeated, you should be near the top.
0: Okay, so why are they not? Because they don't get the respect they deserve. Exactly. That, you know, <laughs> honestly, that's such a crutch. You you Spartan fans have been using that for years. Well, let's talk. Let's see what Bear has Same to say for Michigan. about that. <laughs> Same no, for Michigan. No, 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 no. Okay, first of all, I I have a theory. You guys love. You guys complain about nobody gives us the respect that we deserve. We deserve to be more respected. Pay attention to us. But you love being in that position. If you got the respect that you deserve, which I admit, you probably deserve a little more, if you got it, you wouldn't have anything to complain about. The whole point is to complain about something so you can kind of say that, and that's that's your angle. And then if you lose, that's nah, no big deal.
5: Listen, I this game has got me ready to run through a brick wall, regardless oh, yeah. if we get the respect or not, so I hope the team is ready to run through a brick wall, because I'll do it for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Um... But, yeah, so, Mich- well, the part of it, too, is the way Michigan State's been playing. And I in Michigan State's defense, I think Indiana's a decent team, but they're coming off a, um, a tough game at Bloomington against Indiana on their homecoming. Indiana had a bye week, but now they've had a bye week to prep for Michigan. So I think that's going to be interesting coming into this game to see how that extra week of preparation makes a difference. Or if they come out flat. You know, like Michigan came out in their first half flat off their bye week against Northwestern. So maybe it'll affect that's that way. I don't know. I guess have. we'll see. <laughs> um, but kind of the big things for this, we have uh Kenneth Walker with uh he's three yards away from one thousand. He's got nine Holy touchdowns. Cow. Uh he's a wow. midseason all American, and he's a potential Heisman candidate coming into this into this game. So we'll see where that goes. Uh Peyton Thorne, according to Pro Football Focus, is ranked number three in Big Ten quarterbacks. Behind who? Um, the Ohio State quarterback Stroud and the Maryland quarterback to his brother. I'm not oh, going to.
2: say It's like his a nice name. little guy, actually.
5: <laughs> Which I don't know. To his brother is an interesting one. Um, He's I don't our know offense. Well, yeah, but he also lost his top receiver recently mm. in that uh, Iowa game. Um, MSU's also look at the
3: strong men.
5: The other midseason All-American on the offense for uh, MSU is Jalen Reed, or Jaden Reed, excuse me, and Jalen Mayer and Trey Mosley round out the skill positions. So, I for this game, I don't know, I think Michigan State has more of the, uh, has a better pass attack. I think both teams have a great uh, rushing attack. So, I, I don't know, they're very, very similar teams, if you break it down. In terms of their offense, uh, Blake Corum and Hassan Haskins, McNamara is... Kind of unproven. They haven't really needed to throw the ball too much. They just run behind the two running backs. Um, but there's also a potential controversy for U of M. The QB controversy. Have you guys heard about this? Even Let's though hear it. even though McNamara has led them to seven straight wins, only turned the ball over once on a interception. Um, a lot of people believe that JJ McCarthy, who is the five-star coming freshman coming in this year, is more talented. Then uh, McNamara, who's kind of been touted as more of a game manager, since he doesn't really have any big stats but no big mistakes either. So I, 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 he has a lot more arm talent apparently. I don't know. He's unproven. He's only thrown like 14 passes this entire season um, as the backup. But That
1: th- sure is a mystery.
5: But some people are saying that he might be put in instead of McNamara to, um, McNamara, excuse me, to like switch it up to give them more of a deep pass threat when they needed.
1: I did see a stat. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like passes over 15 or 20 yards, you know, deep passes. Peyton Thorne has completed 89% of his <laughs> in that range. And all flea flickers. And McNamara <laughs> has completed something like 15 or 20%. They have no deep passing game, Michigan does. Yeah. It's all yeah. very short passing, which. Unfortunately, is what MSU has been giving up all year is short under, is short underneath passing.
5: The bend-but-don't-break defense. You know? Yes.
1: Yeah, I think well, both teams actually
5: have a great defensive line. Um, both of their secondaries are kind of questionable or unproven, I guess I would say. So I don't know. These teams mirror each other almost exactly. I mean, there's a little bit of an edge. In to Michigan State in the deep passing game, but a little bit of an edge to Michigan in the in the sort of uh, consistency of running the ball and the short passing. So it, it's a very, like, it'll be a very interesting game to see which ends up being the more prolific offense and what ends up deciding the game. Is it a big play? Is it the consistency of running yeah. the ball? Yeah. Because both teams can run the ball and both teams can potentially pass it. So yeah. we'll see. I anticipate
1: this being a close one the entire game i don't think anybody's gonna run away with it i just don't see how that could happen
0: I, I would be shocked if somebody just takes it and just starts cranking up points right away i i can't imagine that i i've said it for the past few weeks i really do think these two teams are extremely similar they both have their strengths they both have their weaknesses but both of those really kind of coalign to make a very very height match. I think it's going to gonna be
5: low scoring. Do we have to say this to this in the background? Yeah.
1: Yeah, can you, can you get this out of my headset?
5: Ugh. I'm sorry. Somebody's vomiting in my ear. Right hey, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I'm going to walk out. <laughs> Done. You gave this man the board. <laughs> I'm all, right, all right, enough. Stop. I'm going to press a button. <laughs> he, uh,. But I, something interesting to kind of think about when this game starts. So, 46 of the last 53 matchups between these teams—that's a lot. F- yeah, and it also goes way back. So, college football is not really representative of what that is anymore. But 46 of the last 53, the team who has the most rushing yards wins.
2: Interesting so, take. So you I brought probably up said
5: about every Big Ten game ever. <laughs> Probably, but <laughs> so I brought up some stats for this. MSU has the 32nd ranked rushing offense and the 31st rushing defense. Uh, the Wolverines have the fifth rushing offense and the 34th rushing def er, sorry, excuse me, the 24th rushing defense. So there might be a slight edge to U of M there, which is which is an interesting thing to come you know into this game with.
0: Michigan also leads the Michigan Michigan State football rivalry 71-37 <laughs> and 5. So Over the
5: 120 years they've played, you know. Since
0: 1898, so I mean if that's any indication, I think it's pretty clear who's going to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About
1: sixty of those wins were against MSU Dental School.
0: <laughs> the longest win streak was Michigan from uh, 1916 to 1929, undefeated for 14 games.
5: So we know, so we know, football yeah. 100 years ago is really representative of how it's played now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Again, that was they played MSU the week after they played the DAC. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you know what year the Paul Bunyan Trophy uh, began for this rivalry? Uh, what's your guess? I'm
1: gonna guess the.
0: F- I'm gonna guess 43. What do you say, Zach? D- oh, right during the war, really? Wow, that's a bad guess. Later, than that. Later than that, 46. What do you say, do you say Zach? For- you can't change it. 43. I would guess like the 80s. No, you're way off. 1953. Oh. Oh, Paul- 53. Paul, but- I knew
1: there was a three in there. Oh
0: yeah, what a, what a genius! <laughs> the great genius. I felt
5: like the the rivalry started actually being a rivalry in the 80s though, because that's when MSU started going no. being
0: good.
1: And- we were good in the 60s. We have two national championships in the 60s. Oh, yeah, that's true, I guess.
0: Uh, well, okay. I mean, as far as the rivalry, I'm... Maybe I'm, three. I'm... The, I don't know. The, the 70s was shit for Michigan State. The 70s was all Michigan-Ohio State. That's the big deal there.
5: Big big two, little eight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bullshit. Whatever. Uh, notable game in, uh, let's see, um, <laughs> the first game in East Lansing wasn't until 1908. Jeez, you know, get with the times. <laughs> can't believe that. Playing in Ann Arbor since 98, and then all of a sudden, 10 years later, I guess we'll have it in East Lansing. That's pretty rude if you ask me.
1: They probably didn't have a field in East Lansing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, my dad was telling me, like,
5: MSU was a walk-on football team for the longest time. Hold on. Let me look it up.
0: What I mean, Okay, Alex, in terms of what do you think is going to be final score or any type of other analysis that you oh. want to provide, I want to hear what your real thoughts are from your heart. From your mind, what do you think is going to happen?
1: Well, I do think it's going to be a close game. I'm, I think it's interesting that the over/unders fifty one. That seems, it seems high. It does seem high. Yeah. Because they, the, both these teams have offenses that have put up quite a few points in a lot of their games, but those are they've put up a lot of points in games against suspect defenses. When both of these teams have played relatively good defenses say michigan state against nebraska or yeah. indiana their offense i mean has done enough to win the game but hasn't you know exactly blown out the other team michigan let me just take a quick look at their schedule so i can confirm you know they played uh, who's a good defense they played nebraska, nebraska. They, they scored 32 points against nebraska wisconsin wisconsin has a good defense that's true
0: yeah i guess Anyway, I don't think any team has really played anybody super impressive, but, you know, it's not their fault.
1: Yeah, the, the thing about Michigan is why, why I'm taking their success with a grain of salt. I already said why I'm taking MSU's success with a grain of salt. Both of their success, I think, deserves to be taken with a small grain of salt. A small grain of salt. A small grain of salt because, okay. at the same time, it's still impressive for any team to reach 7-0. Penn State hasn't done it. Yeah. Iowa has not done it. Sure. Ohio State hasn't done it. Even Alabama hasn't reached 7-0. So to be undefeated at this point in the season is impressive. I saw a stat today on Reddit that it was called the SSR or something like that. It was basically um, they were uh, taking strength of schedule and accounting for your success against that strength of schedule. And MSU was number four. Michigan was number three. Georgia was number two. Oklahoma was number one, I think. Um, basically just saying how would the average FBS Division I team do against your strength of schedule and the better you do against your strength of schedule versus the average team, the higher you rank. So both it's teams, really close. Yeah, being seven and zero is still incredibly impressive, despite the fact that neither team has played yeah. anyone all that great.
5: You know what's kind of funny is I think we both both fan bases are kind of taking these teams kind of tentatively. Like Michigan State wasn't supposed to be this good. Harbaugh was on the decline and almost out, you know, last year. Oh, yeah. So everyone's kind of like in shock and we're like, okay, well this can't be really real, right?
1: And it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I think this is the first game where Michigan is going to play a defense that kind of fits their offense, is built to to take down their offense where we have a good run defense and Michigan relies so heavily on the run game. I mean, how many times they throw it against Northwestern? Maybe like 10. Yeah. Like very few times. I, what, their starting quarterback has? 1,100 yards or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 1,100 yards. Nothing that impressive. So they're going to be forced to pass it against us. Sure. But our pass defense is not great. <laughs> well, actually, I, I wanted to say uh, the DBs were
5: playing better last week. It's I improved.
1: It has improved
5: before they were like whoa yeah <laughs> like the alabama transfer williams he looked rough in the first couple games i was like okay i can kind of see why alabama got rid of him but maybe he's getting used to the system and finding his spot so he I played mean, we'll great see. against indiana yeah yeah there's a lot of unproven going on in this game i yeah. would say
1: Kalen girvin he's tra- gone. he's transferred out yeah he played really poorly in the first half against miami but played, but then he got taken out, and someone else in his stead played really good in the second half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Our pass defense has improved. Anyway, back to my point. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to a field goal or a touchdown. You got a score? Something in the last few minutes. The score on the over and the under. All right. So over-under is 51. Yep. The spread is 4.5. It's 4.5 now? Okay. Is it 4.5?
0: Are we sure? That's what I'm seeing on ESPN. All right. It's
1: 4.5. I'm going to go MSU. MSU. 27 Michigan 23
0: oh hmm. what no over, so
1: that's the over it's under under
0: wow oh my God. can't believe it so the Spartans are gonna win of course okay well okay
1: I wasn't gonna say anything else okay but that's what I believe that is what I believe
0: Zach what do you think
5: this one's tough because I a lot of people... The over and the under is kind of perfect for this game, right? You got yeah. this. The the line the lines don't mean too much to me. First of all, the, the ESPN winnings percentage, I mean, you said it before, is kind of a joke.
0: Nobody cares. Nobody.
5: It, how do they make that up? It just seems ridiculous to me. There's so much that can happen in a game. And then the lines are really made in Vegas based on money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is U of M bets a lot of money that their team is going to win in Vegas... So the line, in order to balance the books, they make the line for Michigan higher and higher and higher so more people put money on Michigan State. So, I don't know. The line is kind of iffy to me. Um, Michigan's almost always favored for that reason, I think, in terms of the line. Um, I
0: think I'm getting a clue.
5: (laughs) A lot of it's going to come down to, can MSU stop Michigan's running attack? Um, I'm going to have to go. It's going to be pretty similar to what Alex said. I'm going to go U of M 25, MSU 31. Wow. And then I'll take the over.
0: Uh, Okay. Well, you guys have your predictions. Listen, I I know that with the way that both teams have been playing this year, it's been impressive. We can't deny it. I know they haven't played the best teams. They can only win who they play. I still think any 7-0 team is impressive regardless. With that being said, I'm very curious about this quarterback deal. I think Jay- Is that real? No, I I, I it's got to be. I think it is.
1: They're not going to come out and start playing two quarterbacks.
0: Well,
5: you know what they say about two quarterbacks? If you have two, you have none.
0: <laughs> is that what they say?
5: Yeah. Believe I th- me from the Mark Dantonio years, I know. <laughs> I, when we had two quarterbacks, we had none. <laughs> I
0: think it's going to be an intense game. I think it's going to be the tensions are high. Every I mean, the eyes of the nation are upon them. They're probably going to get um more eyes than um, the season premiere of The Bachelorette last week. <laughs> um, which I don't know how many people watched. But regardless, this team's game is going to get more people. With that being said, I think it's going to be relatively low scoring. I think it's going to be very competitive. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be Michigan on top. I'm going to say 24-20. to Low scoring game. It's going to t- be the under and... We will have a uh, Paul Bunyan Trophy celebration in Ann Arbor for 2021.
1: Wow, Max picking Michigan. Who would have thought?
0: Oh, okay, Mr. Sparty. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Sparty! Zach, by the green Michigan and white.
5: would not cover, by the way, with with. Uh, I know they would cover. <laughs> I don't think they will
0: cover. I don't think they will cover. It's going to be close, but they're not. That's why the, I think this. I actually disagree with you, Zach. I think the spread is perfect. I think the over under is, is going to be a clear under. That's just my thought. Mm. So okay. th- that's me. I think it's going to be easily under. I think it's going to be a very very tight spread. I think that's a perfect line.
1: What's what's the weather look like in East Lansing? Yeah, where, where's the I know weather that's huge. Is it raining? <laughs>
0: Let's see what we got.
1: How does Tuck do in the rain? We know how D'Antonio does. I'll tell
0: you right now. I'll tell you right now. Honestly,
1: I think that would favor Michigan if it was
5: raining with their run run attack. I I think one of Michigan State's kind of uh, hidden things is their O-line is kind of um, shaky at times. I think uh, Kenneth Walker is great at running. They call him the eraser. Because he's a magician and he makes the mistakes of the O line disappear. <laughs> and he's so good, he's so good with those cuts and he's got a great burst that he you almost don't need to block as well for him. So he does those you know, cutouts really well. He cuts the outside very well. So
0: it's gonna we'll be a high of fifty five, a low of forty two, so somewhere in there, probably in the in the high forties, low fifties, cloudy skies, twenty four percent chance of rain, north winds ten miles per hour. So Pretty Just windy. A, a cloudy day. Well, not as bad as it was in Bloomington. It's not going to be that bad. Uh, Interesting. 10, 10 miles an hour is like the default wind, so they, they don't know. I, I don't think you can predict weather unless it's like 24 hours in advance. I've started to lose faith in all weather predictions.
1: It's <laughs> <Just> a disaster. <laughs> so, Zach, let me ask you a question. With so many transfers making their mark on the roster, do you think Tucker has to do any extra work to get them up for the rivalry?
5: That's interesting. I don't think so, because I think that this is such a big game for MSU that it's talked about all the time, and anyone who comes into this game is going to know this is the one where we need to go. And I think the leaders on the team, the Xavier Hendersons and uh, some of the O-line is very veteran. I think those guys will bring everybody up and you know have everyone focused and dialed in for this game.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I think the transfers have embraced the MSU culture. Yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker... If you just see him on social media, loves being a Spartan. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Loves being a Spartan. Loves being a Spartan. Is that easy to tell on social media? Yeah,
1: (laughs) he's embraced it. Okay, Tucker's making sure they do.
0: Nobody cares.
1: It's very. I tried to make an unbiased
5: like breakdown of this game. It's um, it's tough because I know much more about MSU than U of M, but I do think that it's it's going to be a close game. And I do. I think it's going to go over, but we'll see. You really do. Yeah. This
4: is Michigan.
5: <laughs> I can't wait. Man.
1: I just don't think that Michigan offense is going to get anything going. <laughs> <laughs> so
5: this is this is the first game of the year where all the game day, uh, big noon kickoff, and bar store all going to the same game. There was one that they went to it like the first college campus. There was one where they went to. Um, I think it was a Notre Dame game at at uh, Bear Stadium. Windy City, the. Whatever oh, it is Wisconsin? Yeah. But um, this is like the first game where they've gone to a campus and done
0: it. Remember? Ever. Remember what happened uh, 20 years ago? 2001? No. Big, big moment.
4: Five Six, five, four, three, two, one.
0: They stopped the clock when they shouldn't have. Spartan Bob. he, he, he Is blew that home it. cooking? He blew it for the Wolverines. <laughs>
1: I think he did a great job. Oh, give me
0: a, they had to change the rule after that. He stops the clock, Jim. He stops the clock when he shouldn't have. Um, do you guys want to hear some more of the um, the um the big moments in the rivalry going back? Sure. I love it. Kind of interesting. Um, In 1956, there was a number two versus a number five. It is the highest combined ranking in series history. It was a scoreless first half. Which Michigan dominated statistically. Turnovers led to two.
1: <laughs> yes, they dominated them zero to zero. <laughs>
0: statistically,
1: they dominated. What a Michigan comment to make. I'm
0: reading Wikipedia, so complain or edit it yourself. You'll get you'll get in trouble. Uh, turnovers led to two Michigan State scores in the third. See, there you go.
1: They the, dominated them statistically. In the
0: third quarter, the Spartans intercepted a pass at Michigan's 38-yard line, setting up a 20-yard field goal. In the fourth quarter, the Spartans recovered a fumble at Michigan's 21-yard line. Oh, except. Oh, he fumbled the ball. Oh, oh and he fumbled in the air <laughs> Leading to a star- a Spartan touchdown, the final margin of victory nine to nothing.
5: Wow, they just dominated they, except in turnover margin, I guess.
0: <laughs> 1969 Daughtry. Um, Good year, great du- year. I'm sorry, Darty. Especially that summer. Am I am I pronouncing Duffy that? Daughtry. Yeah. It's not Daughtry. Dar Dartry, Darty. Darty. No. Duffy Daughtry.
1: Daughtry, You're right. yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Is it pronounced Daughtry?
1: Like the band, I've always heard Duffy Daughtry.
0: Yeah, I He think. defeats Bo Schembechler in his first season. It was the uh, debut of Bo Schembechler in 1969. Wolverines were ranked number 13. They played Duffy Daughtry Spartans, um, led by halfback Don Highsmith uh, and quarterback Bill Triplett. And the Spartans beat Michigan, outgained the Wolverines on the ground by a total of 348 yards to 176. The game was Michigan's Russia only conference care. loss in 1969. Big Oh, that
1: Bo guy. It's no good.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, There's a lot of bad news about him. So, yeah. <laughs> <careful>. Michigan, was, <laughs> Michigan was ranked number...
1: Are you, are you a Bo apologist? <laughs> Give me a break. I wasn't even alive during then. He was um, employed till two Or the doctor was, maybe. Never okay. mind. Anyway, keep going. Better
5: watch oh, out, Christ. Max. You'll end up like the broadcast team at, uh, for the Michigan football games. You heard yeah. about that? Yeah. They're mysteriously talking? retiring. Yeah.
0: Oh, they're not. Mis- they're all. They're like eighty years old. Jim Brandstatter and um after and um. D- uh, you guys didn't hear about this,
5: did you? No. Well, that, they like came out on the radio and they like they were bow apologists. They like came out and said like you would never know anything about this and this.
0: Oh, I know. Drew and Mike show called um called Jim Brandstander. They called him and had him on the air. Yeah. And and they talked to him about it. So. Yeah, he's a, he's a bow apologist. I yeah.
5: guess. And well, now he's retiring so. after this year. So.
0: It's 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 Jim Brown.
5: What about Harbaugh? Who am I thinking?
1: Remember Harbaugh's comments? Harbaugh said basically the same thing. Yeah. I knew Bo. He knew he coached my dad. And
0: yeah. Dan Dierdorf. Dan Dierdorf. Uh Oh, and that's definitely it. 1978. Michigan was ranked number five, and unranked Spartans visited Ann Arbor. Michigan had won the previous eight series meetings. Wow. But not quarterback this one. quarterback Ed Smith led the Spartans to a 24 to 15 upset win. Uh, Smith passed for 248 yards, including five completions to flanker Kirk Gibson for 82 yards. Michigan uh, State's total of 400. He spoke at our graduation.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, I'm loving these facts, by the way. <laughs> They're going real well so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's what is
0: going on here? You know, honestly, the years are skipping. It's just another Michigan win, Michigan win, 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 win. And then it's like, oh, wow, the Spartans won. We got to write about it. Uh-huh. The Spartans' total of 496 yards, which is 307 in the first half, was the most allowed by a Michigan team since 1961. Um, in 19... 19- Clean that up. <laughs> 1990. Number one versus number one was the tagline used for the 1990 game. Michigan came into the game ranked number one in the country. Uh, it was, with six seconds left, Air Elvis oh. Gerbic threw a touchdown pass to Derek Alexander to make it 28-27. to 27. Michigan State. How about a game where we were alive? Michigan's, Michigan <laughs> coach Gary Muller elected to go for a two-point conversion for the win. Garbick threw an incomplete pass to Desmond Howard, but the play was controversial since a Spartan defender uh, oh, appeared yeah. to have
5: interfered with Howard. This is, fa- this is a pretty famous play. A
0: columnist in the you Detroit. Did you see that play? A columnist is yeah. crying. That's I wonder okay. if this was Wojo. A columnist in the Detroit News wrote Michigan State quarterback Who? Eddie Brown had tripped him. No discussion. No debate. It was a clear and obvious foul that a million and one eyes in the stands and on national television could see. But somehow not one single referee in this joint managed to catch a glimpse That's kind of funny. it.
5: That's kind of how funny how the Michigan State losses, they don't have these weird crying things afterwards, you yeah. know?
1: Um, Wolverines... <laughs> uh, the Wolverines, they deserve to win. They played a great game today. <laughs>
0: the Wolverines got the onside kick, grab- scrambled through a Hail Mary that was tipped and intercepted to end the game.
1: I hate to see it.
0: I know. Uh, <laughs> we know about, uh, well, first of all, in 1997, actually, college game day was back in East Lansing. Number five, Michigan defeated number 15, Michigan State, 23-7. to The Wolverines intercepted six Spartan passes, five off of Spartan quarterback Todd Schultz.
1: Oh, well, it uh, was raining.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan was national champions in 1997. They remained undefeated all year. A- a co-national champions with Nebraska. With Nebraska. Uh that's not what it says on Wikipedia, so.
5: Yeah, well every <laughs> Michigan fan will be sure to tell you. It was they were national champions. They were co-national champions.
0: Uh we know about 2001 clockgate, Spartan Bob. We don't have to get into that. Um Michigan State won when they shouldn't have, because they, they stopped the clock, Jim, when they shouldn't have. Is this home cooking? Is this home cooking? <laughs> this a home cooking? Uh, 2004, Braylon Edwards leads the comeback. and unranked Michigan State built up a 27-10 to 10 lead in the fourth quarter against number 12-ranked Michigan. Also,
5: have you, did you see his take on the Woodward podcast? Awful. Absolutely cool. awful. Awful. Who? <laughs> Braylon this Edwards. Is, this is a disrespect. Disrespect. Oh, yeah. You're getting more disrespect from Braylon Edwards.
1: <laughs> Someone who's supposed to know about football gets on the air and he goes, I don't know the name of a single player on Michigan State's defense. Then why are you talking about the game? Why are you getting paid to talk about it? Michigan recovered. A- Jacob
5: Panashuk is like the number one rated on Pro Football Focus defensive end. How do you not know his name? Yeah.
1: And his brother played there. Like his whole his family's played at Michigan State. It's not an uncommon name there. Him, him, and Xavier Henderson are second team All American. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not know? Like I get if you haven't watched. Any of Michigan State football, fine. You're not a fan. But if you're gonna talk about the game, do a little research.
0: <laughs> it went into triple overtime. Braylon Edwards had a touchdown reception, probably a few of them. He also
5: set like a record for the most drops in the NFL afterwards. So <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, now he hosts a podcast on Woodward Sports. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, Woodward Sports is doing well, actually.
0: They they put out some good content. We're
5: we're gonna have to submit one of our podcasts to it.
0: Yeah, we, we could We're gonna do be that. part
1: of Woodward Sports soon. I, I
0: know a few people over there. Uh, Tom Mazaway. And now Ryan Armani works over there, by the way.
1: I will not be a co worker with Braylon Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break.
0: I think he works with McCarty. Whatever. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, the Spartans lost that game, so whatever. Uh, too bad. Um, then there was a little brother game in 2007. Uh, 2008, D'Antonio. Promise kept pride comes before the fall.
5: Oh, that was a great great quote.
0: Uh two thousand twelve Gibbons field goal as time runs out in two thousand twelve. The Wolverines defeated the Spartans twelve to ten for the first Michigan victory since two thousand seven. Um that was when Denard Ross. Oh, Rodgers I'm was
2: sorry playing. about that. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry about that. Two
0: thousand thirteen, negative forty eight <laughs> rushing yards. Oh, that was a great
5: game. I was there. That was the best football game I've ever been to. Seriously. Hands down.
0: What? Really? Well, I
5: for obvious reasons, but it was just, like, total dominance. I loved it. Every uh, minute of it. <laughs>
1: <those are laughs> if fresh... I could go
0: back. <laughs> Remember the stake game in 2014? Yeah, I just
1: saw a quote from uh, yeah. Denard Robinson about that.
0: Michigan drove a stake into the turf, angering the Spartans. Um, and then they got smacked. Yeah, 35 yeah. to 11. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Mark D'Antonio referenced the stake incident work. in explaining the decision to add a final touchdown. So... Good good for D'Antonio. Uh, Great for D'Antonio. 2015. we know he
1: understood happened. the assignment.
0: <laughs> we'll pass by 2015.
5: Uh, no, I think we have to go right into 2015. Uh, really nice. I think it's everyone's favorite game.
0: Uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, All-time moment. Do you, do you have the clip? Oh, oh. Here come the Spartans. <laughs> Down the sideline! Whoa! Whoa! Are you kidding
4: me? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. How
0: Jaylen. unprofessional! I hope he
3: lost his
0: I hope he lost his job.
3: Down, MSU! Touchdown. folks. No flags. The no Spartans flags. No flags. Piling on each other in the end zone. Jesus it's Christ. over.
0: The Spartans win again. Oh, my God. The <laughs> oh win <laughs> again. Jesus Christ! Enough! <laughs> What a, <laughs> what a call! What a call! What a call!
1: Game on the line, on well, we the get, foot, uh, on, and you lose. up. Well, we,
0: d- we have to decide which one's better.
1: We, get,
5: we need to get the Michigan call in here. I can't find
0: it. Can somebody find the Michigan call? I'm and sure. It's somebody in here. find the stupid national call too. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I honestly, I can't tell which one's better. They're both so good. They're both classics.
0: Oh, trouble, snap.
4: Alex was it? at
1: the game I was that was incredible Ooh. I didn't know what happened I had no idea what happened can I play the trouble with a snap one yeah of course uh, let me pull it up somebody you, find the Michigan you do call. not need to ask for permission <laughs> whatever
5: <laughs> always appropriate Oh, he has trouble
1: with the snap
3: and the ball is free it's picked up by Michigan State Jalen wants
0: Jackson
4: and he scores
0: That's enough the yeah. Unbelievable. There's that loser with his head on his hand, with his hands on his head. Harbaugh looking on.
1: Harbaugh looks like he's about to throw up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had two runners on the side. Who were they covering? Do you have the Michigan call? There was call. nobody back. Do you have the Michigan call?
5: I'm looking for it right now, actually.
0: Okay. Well, if you find, it. I don't
5: know what. This is kind of a get it out. When oh here it is i
1: think this is it has trouble oh no the that's the oh we've
0: heard it enough
1: <laughs> that that <laughs> poor kid with it with the surrender cobra his hands above his head and the maze shirt <laughs> i he's a, have he's a, it he's a when, meme when when they talk about that game they show his picture more often than they show anything <laughs> about the game i have the call here all you need What's to show I'm me on? though
3: There's nobody back there to field the ball. Oh, he
4: fumbled the ball. (laughs) Now he fumbled it in the air, and it's picked up by Michigan State at the 20, the 15, the 10, and he's going to score. No
3: time left. You've got to be kidding me. That you could not write. Michigan had the game on the line, on the foot, and Michigan State wins it. With a 37-yard fumble return on a
0: punt that is
4: mishandled by <laughs> on Blake
0: O'Neill, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. All you gotta show me. I agree. <laughs> all you gotta show me
1: is that overhead shot of them lining up at the uh, line of scrimmage. That that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so come
5: on, and you can message us which one was the best call of the 2015 game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: no, go ahead. They want to mesh- message us for that. I like the George Blaha call. Whoa!
5: <laughs> yeah. I, the the Jim Brandtatter one is is it's just so good. Yeah.
1: No. In the, fumbles the ball. He fumbles in the air. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Nobody knew what was happening. <laughs>
0: Well, hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. It'll probably never happen again in the history of sports.
5: Different teams, different game.
0: Uh, in 2017, the first night game. In 2018, the pregame skirmish when Michigan defeated Michigan State 21-17. Um, oh, that's when,
1: was it Rashawn Gary that was scuffing up the field? It was the like, Bush guy. Oh, was, uh, what's his first Devin name? Devin Bush or something? Devin, Devin Bush,
0: Bush tore up the Spartans midfield logo with his cleats. Um, yeah, I'm in a two- child 2020 last year the halloween upset uh when Michigan nice. uh what was the final score of that Wolverine Spartans beat the Wolverines 27 to 24 and
1: then we had wasn't that close yeah didn't feel that close
5: well no they were down for two scores and then they they went for like a nine minute drive that like mm-hmm. U of M did oh that was a great coordination. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mel
0: Tucker was the first Michigan State coach to beat Michigan in his first season since Nick Saban in 1995 and then we have a top ten matchup this year in 2021 the first time since 1964 top ten matchups so there you go uh, that's With- this weekend
5: full breakdown there
0: yeah i don't think there's any other breakdown you could find that's better than what we did in the past <laughs> it was hour. pretty good actually <laughs> <laughs> so you guys watch the lions <laughs>
5: <laughs> what a joke what Can an absolute joke
0: did you have any faith at all that they would win what was the score at halftime it was close right it they were was, up uh, 17 16 did you have any faith or did you oh, think no. it was done no. i thought it was yeah did it you guys was, watch yeah what'd you think
1: so I just pulled up an article from five thirty eight. The headline is "At Least the Lions Try." <laughs> <laughs> that was your thought? Yeah, that's my thought, basically. Oh my god! Honestly, I thought the game
5: was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Did you you watched it where they had the yeah. uh, they went for two fake punts and an onside kick? It was it was like when they got that second um, when they got the onside kick and then the fake punt afterwards. I was like, this is awesome! Like this is fun to watch at least. You knew they were going to lose. I mean, the Matthew Stafford, whenever he was on the field, he just chucked the ball
0: like 50 yards, like no problem. Yeah. Stafford's too good, the Rams' offense is too good, and the Lions' defense is just a disaster. I mean, they really are. What, what, do you know what the final score of the, the game was?
1: They lost by, what, nine? Yeah, the well, Rams it was a weird,
0: It was a weird ending. Um, yeah, they ended
1: up kicking a field goal. Yeah. Let's go up by nine. Because they're only up by six. It, 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 was, it was a weird one. 28
0: ending. to 19. Yeah. I mean, you,
1: you kind of knew Jared Goff was going to fumble it or throw an interception or something at the ant. Yeah, at yeah. The end. The baby hands. baby <laughs>
0: hands. Is Jared Goff the worst starting quarterback in the league? Yeah. He's got to be. Well, He's got to be. He's got to be, I man. don't know if he's the worst. Oh, come on. Who's the worst? They
5: are the worst team. I will say that. Okay. There might be worse quarterbacks than him, but they are the worst Not team. A start,
0: who's the worst starting quarterback in the league? I don't think there is one. I think, who's, I think baby hands
1: takes the cake. Who's the quarterback for the Jets right now? Wilson, but he got hurt, so I have no idea who's starting for them now. That doesn't count, though. It's an injury. They could
0: use Jared Goff hands to advertise the Whopper and make it look <laughs> massive. Do <laughs> you guys want to hear Dan Campbell yesterday? He was emotional again. Oh, my God! I know. <clears throat> he just made one too many mistakes.
1: Dan, the decision just to be aggressive. Look! he's
0: crying again was he really yeah look at him he's, he's getting emotional i thought he was on the sidelines yeah, too to be honest
5: it's frustrating you
3: know but uh we wanted to uh you know we knew that we felt like we we could gain an advantage there and see if we could get some possessions back and uh, you know and they helped but it wasn't enough you know it wasn't enough. It's was too good of a football team to make. You're not allowed to make one or two errors against a football team like that. So, you know, that that's what's tough is you get in those type of games against against them. Um, you know, comes down to you know us trying to make a play in the you pass know. game there towards the end. You know, uh, to get in the end zone and you know Aaron Donald man, you know. you know we did a pretty good job for most of the day and then you know he gets us on one and there you go. that <laughs> <laughs> what No, well, from what I could see, uh, he's under duress. Like, you can't. I mean, good luck. So, um, now I'll watch the tape. I could be wrong, but I felt like he was under duress and not able to throw that football like we needed it him to. he was hit when you he know? threw it. He had a hell of a play, yeah. too. But, you know, it's just you could go know, a whole game and all of a sudden, man.
5: The receivers weren't open, though. And it's too much. The receivers weren't Still open, a open of a football threw team. There at the end there.
0: So, uh, they're too good of a football team for the Lions to ever have a chance. I think, embarrassing. Every, I, think ev- so embarrassing. I
5: think everybody thought that, though, right? I mean, the spread was huge. It was like 16 and a half. The
0: biggest spread, I think, all year
5: for yeah. any
1: football except, game. Except for another game? game on the same day, Cardinals-Texans, the spread was 20.
5: Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Seriously? Oh, Yesterday?
5: And the Cardinals covered, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God. I don't know. What can you say? So, they're 0-7. Lose every game, right? Lose the next 10 games. You, you pretty much have to... I, I I was fine with them losing. Keep losing. What are they going to do winning right now? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: but one game is not going to take them out of the number one spot. It might. The Texans... The Jags have, have a win. The Texans have a win.
5: Yeah. But they both um, have one win. If yeah. you win, you're on the same level as them now. Right. I mean, the, the, the debate is, who do you take, right? Is it worth it when there's not really a quarterback? But that guy on uh, Oregon, Thibodeau... The defensive lineman? Yeah. Well, well, we need some really defensive good. help, so sure. And yeah.
0: There's no team out there with one win. Everyone has at least two wins except the Lions. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I'm looking at the standings right now. Oh, I'm looking at the um I'm not looking at the AFC. I'm sorry. Uh the Jets are 1 and 5. The Dolphins are 1 and 6. Are the Jets playing tonight? They must be. No. No. Oh, they had a bye week. What am I saying? Okay. Uh and the Jaguars are 1 and 5. The Texans are 1 and 6. Uh that's all the AFC. For the NFC, uh, it's just the Lions 0-7.
1: Yeah. I mean, looking at the schedule, this week we play the Eagles, and that might be our best shot, except for maybe the Bears.
5: On Thanksgiving Day? Yeah. Jared Goff delivering me a win in a Thanksgiving turkey. No, 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 Not no. going to happen. David Blau de- delivering <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, a win. Yeah, David Blau, right? <laughs> Could be.
1: We'll see. The pride of Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, But looking, like looking at the league, just looking at all the teams in the league, I mean, can we take out the rookie quarterbacks? Because if we do, sure. then we definitely have the worst quarterback in the league. Sure. Like it's not even – maybe – maybe Trevor Dan- Lawrence. I'm saying take away the rookie quarterback. So okay. no Trevor Lawrence, no Justin Fields, no uh, uh, Wilson, no Zach Wilson. Maybe Daniel Jones and for the Giants is worse. I don't even think so.
0: It's got to go to golf. Exactly. It's got to go
1: to exactly. golf. Come on. Exactly. Carson Wentz? No. Carson
5: Wentz is better. Yeah, I think he is, but it, it it's close. He's sure. not playing very well. <laughs>
1: sure. I mean, he beat the 49ers. The 49ers sucked this year. They were supposed to be so good.
0: You guys watched the Red Wings last night? Uh yes, some uh, of it. six to three against the Blackhawks.
1: That was great, Raymond with a hat trick.
0: Yeah, can Be- I say one thing? The Blackhawks suck. Yeah, they, they do. are Good. So bad. Good. <laughs> I love it. Doesn't Fuck matter. The Blackhawks. Man. I saw.
5: I saw somebody walking around Wayne State campus today with a um with a Blackhawks hoodie oh, on. I'm God. like, how do you have the audacity to wear that right
0: now? What an embarrassment! You guys, not only are you bad, but you're in like prime Red Wings territory. <laughs> That's such a joke. Such a joke. Um, but it was a great game, six to three. it was it, I, I love the Red Wings this year. I love the team. I think pretty much every single game they played, except that disaster in Montreal, uh what was it like a six to one loss i think it was a it was it was bad but they're due a loss or two i suppose but their games have been so so exciting this year it's awesome it's fun hockey to watch so i love it i'm excited for what the red wings are going to do i do believe they're going to be the next team in detroit to win a championship out of all the four teams i i think it's the red wings maybe that's a hot take but I think it's the red one.
5: Let's see. I think you have a takedown here, actually.
0: Uh, Yeah, I said, what, twenty, twenty-five, or 4 or 5 or something?
1: Yeah, Raymond and Sider Yeah, our rookies. Look fantastic. I, l- I They're love They're 1 it. and 2 in rookie points so far. Yeah. It's very early in, in the year, but they both look great. I mean, it doesn't look like Raymond's going to get sent down at all. No. I mean, he deserves, I hope his, not. He deserves his spot on the roster. Yep. I was a little upset when we didn't keep Bobby Ryan from preseason, but Raymond definitely deserves it. He got uh, cut, right? He's gone. Yeah. But he was on a professional tryout for the preseason, and he just didn't get one of the last roster spots. So mm.
5: he was like one of our top goal scorers before he got injured last year, which is what I thought was yeah strange.
1: And in all fairness, I didn't watch any of the preseason, so I don't know how he looked. I just really liked him last year. I wanted him back.
0: The Red Wings are three two and one, and their next game is this Wednesday, uh, away uh, playing the Capitals. Capitals oh, are three zero oh, and
1: few. two. we're not in Canada. That means Bertuzzi can play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Bertuzzi's fun to watch. Yeah. But I guess he can't go to Canada. No, right. he
1: can't go to Canada. He's the last one in the league, the last player in the league to not get vaccinated.
0: Is he the only one? I thought there were like three
5: others. Nope,
1: he's now the only one. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting because a lot of
5: people kind of looked at it was like, oh, the Red Wings suck anyway. It's not that big of a deal. Can I, can but I now say- if they start playing well and like they start being playoff contention and Bertuzzi can't go and play in Canada because
0: one of their best players is non-vaccinated, that'd be crazy. I... Let me just say one thing. I, I'm not. I'm never the person to, to tell somebody to get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated, you, you fucking sheep, or you fucking Nazi. Like, I hate that. I hate all of it. I don't want to deal with it. What I will say is I think there's, there's part of, like, team camaraderie and being part of a team where you kind of are all aligned in the same way. So, you know, I, I don't get it. He can do what he wants. Like I said, I'm not gonna do that. But I just feel from like a team perspective, he's not like part of the team in that regard, right? Yeah. Like he's missing games in Canada. That sucks. I, I don't think I just don't think that's a team player. Yeah. I think that reason alone is something that's really frustrating. And you know, I just don't think that's being a team player. I am not telling them what to do. People can make their own decision about that. I'm I'm so staunch in that, but like it's just not a team player.
1: You huh. know, I agree, how did they do the game plan where like coach Blashville comes and he's like, "All right, on Saturday we play Toronto. Well, all right, all right, come on, guys, we play Toronto <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I it's just weird, I, and if not for the team camaraderie, how about the money? you're missing ten percent of your paychecks
0: sure, that I mean that too. I mean, that's more of a that's more of a personal thing. So if he doesn't care about making that much, then whatever. Yeah. That's his choice. But for, for, for being part of the team, I just think it's a matter of being part of the team. You be part of the team, you're all in it together, right? I mean, now he's the last one. It's going to be so easy to just
5: get rid of... Like, the league isn't going to have any sympathy for him. Well, he's the
0: last one. He's probably waiting for that restriction to go away, which I'm sure it will. But I don't know.
1: I think Larkin just needs to sneak up behind him and just...
0: what was i watching where that was a was that an snl bit um Uh, god did you guys
1: watch snl over the weekend only the first half i need to watch the second half
0: wasn't there a bit where um where somebody was unvaccinated and oh it was um yes i know what it was uh, Jason Sudeikis was impersonating Ellen. He was doing Melon. Oh, I'm Melon. And Kyrie Irving was on the show, and, and Jason was like, "Why aren't you getting vaccinated?" And Kyrie was like, "Oh man, I don't know." And then someone like sneaks up from behind him, just jabs him <laughs> in the neck. He's like, "Oh, we just got you vexed. Oh, I'm Melon." And he's like, "Oh man, you got me. You got me."
1: <laughs> uh, no, I do remember that. I did sit. I was still up for that one. He goes, "Ah, oh, you got me." I am mad though. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can
0: I play it? It's a short bit. I think it's really funny. I, I, is that okay? Sure. I think it's one of their funniest bits they've done. It's really? short. I thought yeah, it I, I thought it was I got, good. I thought I got
1: old really fast.
0: I think. Well, first of all, I think Jason's dick is hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's great. Have you guys seen Ted Lasso? No,
5: not yet. I don't have Apple TV. No, I've heard really good things about it,
0: though. I, I bought a new Mac, so I want to try to get it for
5: free.
2: <laughs> Men are staying home more than ever before, and they need a daytime talk show that speaks to them. ABC thought about it for 10 seconds and came up with... <laughs> Melon, the male Ellen. I'm Melon. Melon, all the fun daytime energy of Ellen with a hard masculine edge. Melon is no holds barred in your face entertainment. Melon's a man's man. And you never know what Melon might do next. Melon won't just high five the audience. He'll nut tap them, too. (laughs) You better believe there's dancing. Awkward male dancing. I'm Melon. Instead of the cute, inspiring kids that Ellen has on, Melon has kids who slap their teachers to get famous on TikTok. Someone give that kid a beer. I'm Melon. (laughs) Melon's got sneak up surprises. Now, Kyrie Irving. Still refusing to get vaccinated, correct? That's right. Mmm. Tell me more. See, I'm just as good of a player over <laughs> zone. You, you know a what I mean? Movie. It's the wild <inaudible> <laughs>
5: party. Oh! <triangles> <laughs> I mean, oh
2: you yeah. got me again, man. got backed. Ellen style. I'm mad. Put some on <of it. laughs> daytime TV. With the show, critics are calling, Is This Real? And Ellen's lawyers are calling, people. Cease and Desist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss segments like, which crypto is popping right now? And what happens if you smoke a full cigar then try to run across a football field? Cooking wild boar meat with Joe Rogan and the guy from Ancient Aliens. It might be Joe Rogan in a wig. <laughs> and don't miss fun audience giveaways. And if you look under your seats, everyone in our studio audience gets a wet bath towel to whip each other with. A week ago, Melon was just a fan of barstool yeah. sports and a high volume poster on 4Chan. Then he agreed to dye his hair and legally change his name to. Melon. I'm Melon. And Melon loves pranks, too. Like when I sent Flyer's mascot Gritty to bust into random women's bathrooms. Hey, what the are you doing?
4: <laughs> <laughs> melon will show you some
2: <laughs> level TikTok dances that even dads can follow. And now he <laughs> welcomes heroic psychopaths like Conor McGregor. And he gets them to open up the only way men can, while holding golf clubs. So, Conor, why do you think you punch random strangers? Right, it's like this. People say, don't fight. Use your words. I could take you, McGregor. Do it, right now! <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't miss our new segment on male pattern baldness. Keep it or clip it with Louis CK. I do love this segment. I think it's amazing. <laughs> These dudes think they look cool and they suck. Hold that thought, Louis. Because Melon is about to have a serious heart to heart with the man, the myth, the myth, Jake Paul. So, Jake, <laughs> you want to announce your next fight? Actually, yeah, I do. You're Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I'm coming for you in the ring. In the street. <laughs> I think he's dead. In the graveyard. You can't hide from me forever, <laughs> Ali. And it's in the contract. If I win, we have to change the name back to Cassius Clay. Yo! Melon. He's <laughs> a male Ellen. And that's as far as we thought it through. I'm Melon! Sponsored by Pironi's disease. Not the treatment, the actual disease. Just have fun with it. <laughs> Just have fun with it? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good.
0: I got to watch the rest of it. I watched the first half too. Uh, but I thought SNL's been good this year, man.
1: It has. It's been better.
5: Yeah,
0: that, you watched that one episode. And you liked it.
5: I know, and then I haven't watched one since. You gotta get
0: back into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had four really good hosts to start the season. Yeah, hundred percent. Next week is uh, Kieran Culkin, which should be good.
0: Kieran Culkin.
1: Yeah, Macaulay Culkin's brother.
0: Yeah, who was uh, jamming in the bed with Michael Jackson back when they were kids. Oh, I know. That's how I know Kieran Culkin.
1: Anyway, he's on Succession, which is a good show.
0: I gotta watch this. I, I've heard that's a really.
1: good it's show It's great. It's really good.
0: Well, it's gonna be fun. It's not this weekend. It's the following weekend, right? They're taking a week off. Oh yes, right.
1: Wait, they're not doing a Halloween episode. I I
0: don't think so. (sighs) (sighs) I know it's too bad. (laughs) Well, they did four in a row, and uh, you know they they normally do a Halloween episode. But I'm a little disappointed they didn't. So whatever.
1: (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) I'm so disappointed.
0: Have you guys been following the Gabby Petito stuff and Brian Laundry? he's dead uh he is dead yes he is dead um they found his body in a swamp in Florida that had previously been underwater but uh recently I don't know the water receded and, and they found him along with his stuff it's kind of bizarre because the, the his parents brought well, last year parents, they didn't
5: or sorry last week they didn't know if it was him or not
0: well that's true and they we talked about that last show a bit didn't yeah we? Um, the autopsy, the initial autopsy is inconclusive on the cause of death, according to the family attorney, but it just seems bizarre that the the police are there with the parents searching for the body or searching for Brian if he's alive. They didn't know he was dead. And then they come across, you know, this area and the dad's like, oh, here it is. What's this? And then police come and... That's what
5: actually happened? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It it was just bizarre. That's weird. So, I don't know, I... I think these parents are asshole parents. I think the entire way they raised this this person, um, and, you know, I will never really know what happened with Gabby. Um, I think we can kind of draw our own conclusions with, with Gabby and Brian out west. You know, Gabby ended up dead. They were on a trip together. And then Brian comes home, doesn't say a word, and just shacks up with his parents and then ends up going hiking a few weeks later. In Gabby's van. In Gabby's own van. Drives it back home. Um, So we know what happened. And then Brian ends up dead somehow. You think his parents killed him? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that, first of all, I think the parents did a lot to maybe hide Brian. I have a feeling the parents knew what was going on, at least some details, and they weren't talking. I know it was out of the advice of their attorney, but it just seems like they're just major assholes trying to protect their murdering son. That's my thought, at least. And Do well, we just... know what
5: Max would do with his son? We talked about it last week. Oh, yeah? yeah? He would yeah. present them to the cops. This is my murdering son. Yeah. My former I'm... son.
1: If if former son. My yeah.
0: son comes home. Oh, I, I murdered somebody. Right to the police station it's done no question wow
1: what a snitch
0: oh come <laughs> on
1: blood <laughs>
0: i don't care I'm, I'm a fan of law and order okay not the show the concept law and order and justice
1: hey so, innocent until proven guilty
0: well whatever if my kid comes and admits it then that's a problem so i just i just think his parents are complete assholes i feel like they
1: knew a lot more than they were leading on well
0: now it's kind of over it doesn't matter now
1: well, uh, I don't know yeah we're not gonna I don't think we're gonna find out a ton of details about the Gabby situation,
0: which is too bad.
1: yeah I, I, I kind of for wish her, Brian for her family it sucks.
0: I kind of wish Brian wasn't dead and he'd kind of go through the the rigors of justice. Uh, the FBI said laundry's remains were identified d- identified using dental records because only skeletal remains were found. It's gonna make it more difficult to determine the cause of death, which is why the initial autopsy was inconclusive. Um. So uh, there was a notebook nearby, though, which is interesting. And they're going to try. It was wet, but they're going to try to, like, dry it out and, and read what was in there. Maybe there's some information regarding what happened to Gabby. They can kind of maybe get some more answers. So
5: can you trust it? Maybe it was planted. Well, by the family.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, I could have. Page one. My parents did nothing wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know it's 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 a wild story it's so sad but i mean it's it's kind of captivated the nation right now i mean that's like the big story that's going on and maybe it's gonna die out now uh there's still people protesting in front of um in front of l- the laundry's house oh yeah we talked about this too yeah they're, they're out there holding signs throwing laundry baskets on their lawn <laughs> they're cranking <laughs> What?
5: throwing laundry baskets yeah
0: yeah why because it's symbolic you know dirty laundry they're, they're cranking the Eagles
1: song dirty laundry oh my God leave him alone <laughs> Do people not have anything better to do that's well, what that's what I said <laughs> well honestly that's <laughs> go to go to work I guess it's
0: Don Henley not technically the Eagles but you know uh, I agree Alex I don't know what these people do for a living I feel like some of them are like professional protesters or professional instigators maybe yeah it it doesn't make sense to me i i think it's
1: kind of weird would you ever do anything like that even let's say it's your neighbor or let's say it's let's say it's someone in town that you don't know but they you know they live in your town so you don't really have to travel it doesn't inconvenience you to go do something like this yeah you have the week off work or whatever would you ever go do something like this like like there's nothing stopping you from doing it you can't make an excuse other than you just don't want to i I would never do it i would never do it it's awful (laughs) But like who wants to spend their energy doing that? What are they I Do they don't they have time off work? I I'd mean, rather seriously take, I'd rather take the ACT. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna I don't want to go that far.
5: My point what are they going to accomplish? What's the point Nothing. Just they're, to be annoying?
0: They're they're being assholes too. Yeah, yeah. They're being loud and annoying.
5: Not okay, you're annoying the family of Brian Laundry. Right. But you're also annoying their neighbors and the people across the street from them and anyone yeah. who wants to go and drive down that street. Maybe oh, the yeah. kids who wanted to play in the front yard. Nope, you can't do that. The protesters are there. It's just obnoxious.
1: Yeah. Knowing <sighs> well, the police who have to like go through them to go talk to the parents or whatever. I don't know.
0: Are you guys be watching The Bachelorette this season? No. Uh, okay. Well, you don't care. Wow. Uh, uh, I thought you watch every season. Did it bomb? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna look that up. It was last. They've only had the one episode. I'm like halfway through it. And I gotta finish it. You couldn't even finish one episode. I just didn't. I haven't had the time. I'll, I'll time watch it. Or the drive to watch
1: it because it was so bad.
0: Um, I don't know. It, who is it? Michelle. Um, I liked
1: Michelle on Matt season.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I
1: like. I watch out of the corner of my eye when Anna has it on, or like from the other room. I'll listen oh, or something. But TV reason.
0: The Bachelorette slides to premiere low. Oh no. Uh, the ABC show tops the broadcast nets in adults 18 to 49 Tuesday, but opens well behind its fall 2020 season, uh, so it turned into, let's see, .79 rating among adults 18 to 49, which is the main demo they're going after, and 3 million viewers, down significantly from the um, uh, 5 million viewers from last fall's debut. It's
1: because it's on a Tuesday instead of a Monday. Well, that you is you annoying. You don't even know when it's on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's because... Is that a big difference? COVID screwed everything up. Well, it's normally Bachelor Mondays, but now they're not going to compete with their own network on Monday Night Football on ESPN. So, it's going to be on Tuesday. Oh, jeez. But I don't know. Disney's really just... Messed up. It's it's just these loser jerk jock assholes coming in. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready to meet Michelle. Uh, you know, I like that she's a strong woman, and I'm really impressed with her. She's a teacher. She's an athlete. It's just oh man, I'm just pumped. And they're all meeting like, what's up, guys? How you doing? Yeah, good good to be here. It's just like give me a break. It just seems so fake. But then again, I love it, so I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Uh, big news, actually. Uh, Chris Harrison, the exiled, uh, canceled Bachelor host, who really is the Bachelor, in my opinion. Uh, Chris Harrison is the Bachelor.
1: He is now engaged
0: to be married,
1: so he's received a rose of his own. Oh, when that? when is that season coming out?
0: Uh, well, the season would have been over by now. So, I, I don't think there is a season. Unless he filmed something about this leading up to it. He him. has to have. Um, his girlfriend, Entertainment Tonight correspondent, Lauren Zima, are engaged, the couple confirmed, on Instagram today. A uh, series oh, of photos. Breaking 50 news. 50 years old. He was married in the past. He got divorced. But in the picture, he's seen kneeling on one knee in front of his soon-to-be wife during a romantic cliffside dinner in Napa Valley. Oh, my God. He wrote, I love you, Laura Zima. The next chapter starts now. Uh, Zima is only 33 years old and she hosts a bachelor recap show (laughs) roses and rosé so wow good for them i'm I'm glad chris harrison is finally happy he's he's found his own queen she looks nice yeah i mean both good looking couple i guess
1: good for them that's a nice
0: cliff that's a real nice cliff look at that look at that view they even have a little fake dinner uh set up like they do in the bachelor (laughs) <laughs> I, w- I wonder if uh, Chris handles his, like, date situations just like they do in The Bachelor. Because they don't eat the food on The Bachelor. They just
1: s- have it sitting there. So at five minutes of real conversation and he gets up and just,
0: yeah. all right, we're done here. And maybe there's a key for the fantasy suite that Chris Harrison signed himself. <laughs> just like
1: he does in the show. Here, oh, I see they left us a room to the Holiday Inn. <laughs>
0: Well, good for them. I hope they're very. Oh, happy. Oh, they
5: got confused. It's a Motel Eight instead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I hope he's very happy, uh, but I guess we'll see. We'll see when they get divorced, uh, which oh will be another goodness. fun story. And we'll see whatever Chris Harrison's hey, new gotta, show is. Listen,
5: we gotta go in with positivity, man. Right. So what's your problem?
0: Well, you know, I'm curious. Where's Chris Harrison's new show? I thought he was coming out with a new show that was gonna blow The Bachelor away. I'm still waiting. Well, it for sounds that. like
5: it wouldn't be that hard. Their ratings are terrible.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, when's the next uh, big TV? period of the year isn't fall falls pretty yeah, fall. big yeah so, the so, they, so they missed fall so
0: They're, it's gonna have to be winter now. well okay normally the bachelor premieres uh, like j- j- january 10th or whatever right after new years that's when the bachelor season starts this is weird because they normally don't have bachelor stuff in the fall uh but i digress maybe that'll be coming in the spring who why knows didn't they, why didn't they just wait until the winter to show it um because people are trying to find love and covid pushed it back so they're trying to jam it all in here in
5: 2021 so are they going to the bachelor there's gonna be another season again in january
0: well i mean if the bachelor is on for standard film time then the bachelor should be starting at the beginning of january the original bachelor where you know it's the one guy and the 30 girls so we'll see i'm looking forward to that and it will be back on mondays too ideally you guys ready to get out of here? Sure.
5: It's a pretty big show.
0: We had a lot to do. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. There, there was the best, quite a bit. the best MSU U of M breakdown you'll ever get. So listen closely. It's got to be up there. We'll have to send that up for a demo
1: reel somewhere.
0: <laughs> uh, we're still waiting for the listeners' email, so I'm not sure if people's computers. must no. be out what, what is
1: what is more likely that the Lions win a game this year or one of Michigan or Michigan State makes the college football playoff?
0: The Lions are going to win the game.
1: game.
0: <laughs> They're going to make some fluky win. I'm sure they will. I hope they don't. All right.
1: I'll go against you guys. Really? Yeah, MSU makes the playoff. Oh. MSU? More likely than the Lions winning. Yeah. Neither could happen. If anyone, it's going to be Michigan. Especially since Michigan's winning oh. this weekend.
0: Ah. Oh. Give me a break.
1: All right. Thanks for listening. Catch us on social media. You guys know the drill. Go green. Go white. Uh, and go blue. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever. And email
0: us! Send uh, reviews, and thanks for listening. We're glad to be back, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a great Halloween. Uh, go blue. Go green. Go white. <laughs>